You are listening to the Remote Local Podcast. Learn the best tips to build a local business you can run from anywhere in the world and get the financial and location freedom you desire. Welcome to the show. What is up, podcast listeners? Neil here for another episode of the Remote Local Podcast. I am pumped for the episode today. I'm actually going to talk about how to insulate your remote local business in the case of a recession. And from whatever I'm saying, a recession is coming. And I think we've seen at least this week, the markets have taken a huge, huge tumble down. Uh, so I'm going to talk a little bit about what I'm doing. I made this to insulate my company from recession and what some opportunities are going to present themselves, which I want to make sure I'm ready for. And hopefully, Take some notes over here and copy what I'm doing exactly if you have a similar type business or at least just learn a little bit about how I think about um, what to do in a recession. Cool. Let's dive in. So how I think about this is there's two different things you need to do in terms of um, when a recession comes up. Uh, number one is you know you need to insulate your business. And number two is thinking about the opportunities which come up. So I'm going to go over number one of how to insulate your local business when there is an economic recession. A uh, number one thing you need to think about is your business model. Um, I always like businesses which are a nice to have, or sorry, which are a need to have as opposed to a nice to have. Um, I'll give an example for my business. We made this uh, cleaning for Airbnbs in between guests is a need to have. That's not something which a host could say, hey, maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't, right? They actually need this done before the next guest arrives. It's a necessity. So no matter what happens in a recession, this is going to need to be done. Um Something which is a little bit more of a nice to have would be, let's say, if someone is um, just getting a monthly cleaning, right? That might just be a nice to have or maybe longer term they don't need it. Some people might argue it is a need to have, especially if they built a habit up. So let's say someone has at least above three cleanings on their recurring program. That's typically the point that we have seen. Uh, they kind of stick with the program because they're just so used to having a clean home. It becomes a need to have. But I'd also still lump that into the nice to have. Another example would be move out cleanings. When move out cleanings, um, when someone's moving out of their home, that cleaning needs to get done before the next tenant checks in, right? That's a need to have, not a nice to have. So in any business model, there should be things which are needs to have and nice to haves, um, either dependent on the service you're providing or even who the customer is. So think about that and how to actually shift to just being a, a nice to have to a need to have. Uh, next thing is I am always going to assume there's going to be a 25% dip in my business model which is cleaning um, in a recession, right? Just, I think worst case scenario will be 25%. I can't imagine it being too much more than that. Um, but so I'm preparing everything, assuming there's 25% dip. So the, the questions I'm asking myself is, what do I need to do to make sure we're good on a profit margin and ability to grow, even if there's a 25% dip in revenue? Uh, number one is cut unnecessary expenses. expenses. If I was paying for software, which I don't really need, um, I was paying for marketing, which is not really necessary to drive the company and profitability forward. These are times where I might start looking at that and saying, hey, I don't think I really need this. Let me cut this subscription before I have to spend more on it. Uh, number two would be um, if you have any bad debt, like outstanding payments from customers, I would definitely work on getting that now. When there's times of economic downturn, people always come to the excuse of, hey, you know, we need a little bit more time to pay. Um, my company's not proving it fast enough. So if you are on a cycle where... Um, you have an invoice cycle, you know, net 30 days, net 15 days, try to decrease that amount right now before a recession actually happens to make sure you cut down on any bad debt, which can occur. Uh, second thing I would do to insulate your business is focus on marketing and getting your marketing ready. 
Uh, number one, especially if you have a local business, get your promos ready. People are going to be looking for deals if there is a recession. Make sure you have those promos lined up and an idea of what that should be. Um, next is getting your email and call list ready as well. So when the recession happens, if you don't want to spend more money because let's say you lost revenue, lost profit, you need to be able to scrap new business from different places. And where that's going to be is your existing customers who have booked with you before. You know these people already need your services. And let's pretend all new customer demand goes away. At least you have a group of people who have bought from you before who know you. So get really, really good at milking these people for more business and start getting into the habit right now before a recession actually happens. Here's how to do it. You focus on two things, uh, email marketing as well as um, phone and text marketing. So with all your old customers, start getting the list ready and um, make sure you have a promo for them. For example, um, we just recently ran a cold call campaign to all people who've booked a one-time service in the last three months, calling and saying, hey, you haven't booked with us in a couple of months. Um, we're running a promo. We have a few slots this week. Here's 25 bucks off, right? Getting really, really good at this process is going to allow you to get some free business, right? So if there's an economic downturn, you can't spend as much in marketing. You're still really, really good at scrapping business from existing customers. So that's what I would do in marketing. Um, next thing I'm going to talk about is opportunities which I think present themselves. So let's pretend you've done what you can to make sure your business is insulated as much as possible. Now, here's the, the fun part of looking at what opportunities are cheap for you to actually dive into and for you to take advantage of the situation which is coming up, especially if you run a remote local business. So uh, first, I do want to talk about what I think is going to happen in the labor market. If you're running a home service company or a local company, um, Typically, it, historically, in the last couple of years, it's been kind of harder to hire. In an economic downturn, it should be somewhat easier to hire. People are going to be a little bit more fearful. They're going to be looking for jobs, a little bit more job security. Some companies might shut down. If that's the case, you're going to have a labor pool available to you, which is fantastic news. So try to devote some resources to capturing the really, really good assets from the hiring pool, which are going to pop up for sure during a recession. So that's something to think about. Dialing in a recruiting process and getting those candidates that you really want, which maybe have been tough to find in the last couple of years. Uh, <clears throat> another thing I'm going to personally look at is acquisition opportunities. And the cool part about having a business which you could run from anywhere in the world is that you could buy anywhere in the world. So I'm going to be looking to acquire other cleaning companies in hot markets around the nation for cheaper multiples than normal. So let's say normal uh, home service company might sell for, let's say, three times revenue. Right, if it's a good company, pretty systemized. Or, uh, sorry, not three times revenue. A normal home service company will sell for around three times uh, profit, two to three times profit, depending on the revenue, depending on uh, how systemized it is, depending on the growth, everything like that. During a recession, I think these service companies are going to be able to sell for one to two times multiples, depending on the size. Again, meaning great opportunity if you're an operator and you know what to do. Right, so if you're already in this business and you kind of a handle. Think about what market you want, might want to go to. And maybe it's self-expansion in your existing city. If so, that's even easier. Uh, for me, I'm looking outside of my current state, which is California, and trying to find opportunities elsewhere. I'm starting to put out feelers and alerts to see what cleaning companies start popping up for sale. Better yet, I would love to do some more outreach to these companies and say, hey, when are you all ready to sell? Let me know, right? Uh, here's the reason why it works for me is I already have the made this franchise system, which I run franchisees through, I could plop that system down onto another company, which isn't as formalized and pretty much instantly get some benefits that way, right? So because of that, there's a lot of opportunity I think is going to happen. And I want to make sure I have enough cash flow ready to be able to seize on that opportunity. So that's what I'm doing. Um, the, the last part I'll mention over here is if you have excess company cash, 
now might be the time to invest it if you're comfortable with it, right? Uh, people often, oftentimes think company cash has to stay in the company. You can only use it for operations. If you have excess cash and you want to put that into an investment account for on behalf of your company, that's fine. Uh, if you look at just today's stock markets are down like crazy, right? And if you feel like you're a long-term investor and your company's going to be around a long time, you can take some of that money, put it in the market right now and have that grow for you while you wait. So inflation does not eat away at it, right? So cash is king in times like this. And I think there's a lot of things you can do to insulate your business and take advantage of opportunities which are going to come up. So I hope this helped and spurs some thoughts in you. Uh, feel, to, feel free to reach out to me directly. If you have any questions, comments, uh, want some more guidance in this realm. And thank you again for listening to the Remote Local Podcast. Thanks again for listening, guys. There are two ways I could help you out. Number one is with May This Franchise. If you want to get into business but don't want to go at it alone, we have you covered with everything from A to Z. Check out madethisfranchise.com to start your own remote local business. The next is with the Remote Local Blueprint, which is a course I launched to teach you the foundations of starting your own remote local business in any niche. It's do-it-yourself at your own pace, and you can check that out at blueprint.beremotelocal.com.